Hi, Mike. Hey, I think you might be recording right now. Is he recording? Uh, first of all, I just want to say a sweet happy birthday to my sweet husband. Happy birthday, Chris. And also, on a side note, how much I hate the happy birthday song. Wait, why do you hate the happy birthday song? Who doesn't hate the happy birthday song? Why? What's wrong with it? It goes on forever. Happy birthday. It should be like high energy. It should be like happy, 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 happy birthday. Happy, 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 happy. Well, they do that at restaurants because of the whole copyright, the licensing. You know, you can't sing that song. I know. So you you like the restaurant happy birthday song? Of course. I don't like the slow ass, sad version of happy birthday. Who likes that? No, it it does take a while. It's painful to sing. It's painful to listen to. It's painful to be the recipient of. The whole thing needs to be worked over. I know. I know. No, you uh, don't. I do. I do. But but it is your it is your husband's birthday, so it is really sweet that you're wishing him a happy birthday today. <laughs> happy birthday, Chris! And we have a really great show coming up right now. It's you know Keegan Michael Key. You were in his movie Keanu. That's exciting. Yes, I love him. I love the movie, and I'm really excited about this The movie show. is called Don't Think Twice, and it's releasing uh, July 22nd. And um, it'll be in theaters, I think, in New York and L.A. to start. And then after that, it'll expand. But we, you and I saw the movie, and we absolutely loved it. So We did love it. And one last message to our beautiful uh, listeners. Fuck you, Sim. <laughs> That's the message. I thought you were going to say, leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on Instagram and, and all the no. other social platforms. You weren't going to say that? No. No, no, Sam. No, I'd much prefer to say fuck you. Okay, well, okay, I'll take that. But I would also okay. love it if people could re- leave us a review and give us a five-star rating right. as well. But anyways, enjoy Keegan-Michael Key. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Thank you so much for being here. Anna, thank you for not only having me, but for making, for being in our movie and, make, and elevating our movie. Oh, that's Talking nice of you to the, say. The Warner Brothers release earlier this year, Keanu, um, and you were just magnificent at it. I, I was so honored that you guys asked me. Of course, I, you know, I've been huge fans of yours for so long, and it was a thrill. And, and, I, you know, and I was telling you earlier, before we started recording, and, it was, and before I played that awful character, but... Um, that I really, it really, it just gave me that, it's just the thrill of getting to play a character that's so atrocious, so obnoxious, that normally goes to a guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was nice for you to be allowed to be that reactive. And it has to be a crazy uh, double standard. You know, I, I feel it's yeah. tough for women because what happens is you stand up for yourself or you make a healthy boundary and then automatically you're a bitch. You're, well, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. Like yeah. it's either like you're a bitch or, or you're the sweet girl, but rare do like the crazy, like you're, you're such a, you're such a bitch that 
your um there's kind of like a weird fascination with that idea and you guys wrote that character um and i love it that it's me (laughs) (laughs) and you're in and you're also you're in a power position in a way you know like in in that environment that you're in you're in this power position which is great which you also don't see doesn't matter that she's completely out of her out of her you know just tripping balls on drugs but the fact that she's the power broker there and i know that originally i think you guys maybe had a, a guy in mind and i just am so grateful that um that it, it came around to me. Uh, so thank you. Oh my gosh. So no, what much. was important is that we had, we, we had the best person for the job and then we, we were just going, Oh, Anna Ferris, why didn't we think of that before? We, she's amazing. And, and you were there and it was just perfect. And I, and I'm so sorry I wasn't there the day that you were shooting. I got to watch pour over all the dailies, well, but I didn't get to be there the day that you were shooting. Keegan, you know, part of the, my uh, objective with this podcast is to talk about all my amazing performances. Oh, thank so. God, finally. Because I've listened to like three or four of these and I'm scouring them. And I'm like, I thought this was about her her giving herself accolades and I haven't heard that yeah. once. <laughs> Why am I wasting my time? Yeah, no, so but it was, That's no. what we're doing today, though. We're going to get into it today. Let's talk about your accolades. <laughs> I want to get into Scary Movie 2 Oh, good. Oh, yes. That and uh, also, um, but my favorite thing from, the, the I believe the first Scary Movie was the Sperm Geyser. Um, that was amazing. Which is really, which is, I love that. which is, you which know, is, my mom loves it too. Is that your mom's favorite, <laughs> oh, favorite, favorite thing? It, yeah. it really, well, it's just the actual, it's the surprise and the fear yeah. and the exhilaration that's all playing on your face at the same time as you've been shot to the ceiling with a geyser of sperm. My mom said to me before I left for Hollywood, she said, Anna, you are an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. I either want you to be Amelia Earhart mm-hmm. or get shot to the ceiling with sperm mm-hmm. with like a, a so much of a flood of sperm that, that, it, that it maintains you it, what's amazing is the, the amount of pressure oh. and that you're there for a for a, you're a sustained amount of time and that's amazing the actor who i have not seen since is is amazing because that's that's a hell of a feat <laughs> to do that and like chris masterson chris no masterson. No, no i think it was was oh my God. John, John Abrahams? Yes. John yeah. Abrahams. I don't okay. remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah he's better. He knows. This guy's encyclopedic knowledge. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. Yes. And yeah. so you got to cross that off your bucket list. Or shall I say your mother's bucket list? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I would do want to talk to you a little bit about your new movie, which uh, we got a we, chance. We got to see. to see it the other oh, day. Oh, you did! Yeah, yeah. don't think twice. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, and it's thank great, you guys. Oh, good. And it taps into something that. Um, so Sim and I have known each other since 2000. We were. I moved here late 1999, and we met each other early on with a with like a circle of friends, mm-hmm. and and the idea of kind of when you get a ton of creative people that all have the same goal, but. And you're not necessarily in competition with each other, but when somebody does find success, yep. and how do you, how do you, how do you remain loyal to your friends? There's so much jealousy, but at the same time, you can't, you you really can't. Like I, you know, you I can't bring any everyone with you. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's it beca- because it, something intrinsic to this industry is that it is a numbers game. And that it's all math. There's nothing that you can do about it. You, you, maybe you could pull one other person up. I, I've been very fortunate that I, I came here and I joined a group of friends that had been here for quite some time. I'm from Detroit and a lot of my friends, fellow Detroiters who I'd gone to college with had moved here. And you're right. It, it, it's, a, it's, boy, it's one of those great 
quote unquote, therein lies the rub moments, because what are you, what are you to do? It's a double-edged sword. And I'm very fortunate that a lot of my friends have said, hey, you got to do your thing. Do your thing. If you don't worry about, I'm very fortunate. They're like, if you don't worry about us, you'll be at a place hopefully one day where if it's right and you help us, then that's what you do. But please, if you think about it or you try to force it or you're reactive about it, it won't, it won't happen right at the, anyway. And that is, it, it is a, a major theme in the movie. Another major theme in that film is, is, is it's kind of a coming of an, uh, how shall I put it? It's a coming of age, but it's a coming of a second age. It's not your formative years. It's it's the decade, a couple decades after that, where you go, especially in that subgenre of entertainment, which is improvisation. Whoo, that's rough because you're going. All right, I'm 36 or I'm 37. I've never really made money doing this. In what world do I think I'm going to make money doing this? Doing improvisational theater, and at the same time, the exhilaration the camaraderie that you feel being in that kind of environment, you don't want to let it go. Yeah. But there are people who want to have children. There are people who want to nest. There are people who want to own a home. There are people who want assets of some sort. Or even is it too awful to say fame? No, it's actually, it's not. Anna, it's not. I think it's, I think if a person can have a healthy relationship or, or do a healthy dance with fame, it's not bad to want to have it. Um, just understand what the responsibility is when you do and right. what you're supposed to do with it because it's not perpetual energy. Yeah. I mean, so great. You get to get into a restaurant. There's a billion people starving. It's, so that's what fame's for. <laughs> you true. know what I mean? Like, you know. It does always come back to the restaurant thing. Like, that's the thing. We get a table that's not by the kitchen. Exactly. And, that, oh. and, and, and in the end, that's it, right? Or, and you go, oh, that was it. So, so now, but now you have this thing foisted upon you this responsibility you better do something substantive with it something wait do we have to oh honey we have to they, we, we really <laughs> like have start to start a nonprofit. you know <laughs> yeah, exactly i gotta dig wells in africa you got it because it's the only other reason to have it because you because depending on what your belief is or non-belief is in the afterlife the, it's one of the things you cannot take with you you don't get to take fame with you so whoever it is, whether it's Shiva or Yahweh or or Hindu gods or Shintoism or anything. Okay, I'm not dig great at digging, but <laughs> I am good at telling people to dig. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It, the, the film is interesting in that regard. It touches on a lot of yeah. things, but but that that exists in the corporate world. If you work in retail yeah. or you work in law mm-hmm. or you work in the service industry, you're going to go wait, wait, wait. What did I do? What, what what did I do wrong, or what didn't I do right that I didn't that I got passed over for the promotion? Yeah. You know, yeah. right. I think it's I think it's the same in almost every walk of life. And I've been I, in LA long enough, so I've had both experiences. I've had friends that have become more successful, and then I've had people friends that I've become more successful than. So there is, and I, and I think that the idea of the the understanding of fluctuation and the idea that there's no finish line, mm-hmm, there's no one mm-hmm, marker moment where mm-hmm. now you're all set for the rest of your life. Right. And and no one here's the issue: no one teaches you that. Right. So when you grow up, your parents teach you how to. They teach you how to handle failure because they've experienced failure, and your grandparents experienced failure, and your great grandparents experienced failure. So they can teach you how to navigate that. They, no one teaches their kids how to navigate success. And I was with a, a friend. We were, I was shooting a movie a couple of years ago, and I was having this a very similar conversation. And this friend said to me, she said, she, she shall remain nameless, but she's, 
she's had a nice career and she was going right along and doing her thing. And then all of a sudden she gets an Oscar nomination. And she goes, but then after that happens and things start to roll, nobody comes to your house and goes, hello, we're the famous people. Here's the manual. This is what now this is what you do. Like you have there is no you there's no manual. And no one ever tells you that you have to mentor yourself to someone or something. You need to find a mentor who can tell you, do this in this situation, do that. Don't give people your phone number. And you know, and I'm like, what? What? You know, and so I have very, very important people in my life, special people in my life now who have been helping me kind of remove a little bit of the chaff. And that's hard because I'm a people pleaser, so it's very hard. Like you like to remove the chaff and you and then you there's nights you cry and go I really thought that person was my friend because you in your brain go if you're relatively healthy in your brain you go hey I'm me from when I was 12 and I'm me from when I was 26 but they don't see you that way right (laughs) you know and you have to keep that in mind it's I'm sure you've had this similar experience like oh when you have friends that are when you have friends that are have more sway or more famous than you are you're off the hook because they don't want nothing from you (laughs) that's it's tough but it is but then I also have to work on my and as I'm you know in my late 30s like I, I've got definitely gotten better at it but in my 20s it was hard it was hard to see like people rise uh, I mean, uh, okay okay you know what I mean like mm-hmm. so there's both I want to be the best person I can be and I don't want to feel jealousy I that is like ugh, who I mean is there any no, this is that this might be the dumbest thing I've ever said does anyone like feeling jealous? <laughs> no, because the only reward for jealousy is jealousy. Like yeah. nobody likes feeling no, jealous. It's an ugly feeling. It's the worst you feeling. Feel oh, like oh, nobody. Whore. Nobody no. likes it. Yeah. Um, envy sometimes can be a motivator. Sometimes, but sometimes, but sometimes, mostly, but mostly it's mostly just yucky. It's just, you know, mostly we just gotta feel love. Amen. And, and like and and you know what? And just I like the direction of this that. podcast. <laughs> okay, so we're. I know that we have a limited time. I Do you know. mind if we get into a couple of uh, play scenarios? Some play second? scenarios. Let's jump into them. What are we talking? Yes. What are we waiting for? A little, improv, waiting? little improv scenario. Oh no, I don't, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, <laughs> the first game that we're going to play, mm-hmm. or if you're okay with this, and you know, it's always about saying yes. <laughs> it's all about yes and. <laughs> all right. So listen. My name is Karen. Mm-hmm. I am the studio head of Imaginarian uh, um, Studios. Imaginarian, okay. Yes, Imaginarian Studio. Um, I'm. You're coming in as yourself, Keegan, mm-hmm. and I am going to. I, I own the rights to some some big name movies. Copy that. So we're trying to make some sequels. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to bring you in. And um, and Donovan will bring you in. I'm uh, I'm Karen's assistant, Donovan. Hi, Donovan. Nice to meet okay, you. Donovan, nice to meet you too. I already fucking said that, all right? So you don't fucking. And Donovan, I, ple- I appreciate the water. Yeah. Okay. You don't need to. Would talk you like to some Donovan water? Anymore. 
I, I don't need any more water. Okay. You, you literally Don't gave me two liter okay. of Evian. So he thanks, Donovan. Talk, I appreciate like, it. It's always... It's it's special, it's special, it's always talks You're so dismissed, much. Donovan. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think he's... Oh, I don't even know how he fucking graduated. I fucking, kindergarten. Should I bring him in? Are you talking again, Donovan? Sorry. Uh, okay. Yes, please, please bring in Keegan. Keegan, Karen is ready to see you now. Karen, nice to meet you. Hi. And is it, is it Sarducci or Sarducci? Sarducci. Karen Sarducci. Yes. Nice to meet you. Oh my Pleasure. gosh, it's so nice to meet you. I have been a big fan of yours oh, gosh, for thank so you. long. And I have to tell you, my kids, mm-hmm. Milo and Ventimiglia, just love you so much. And they really have their finger on the pulse of Hollywood. Sure. So when we were, uh, we were recently um, in Zihuatanejo and mm-hmm. they were saying how much they loved you. And I, um, so I started watching a lot of your work mm, and mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. are brilliant. Thank you. And I have to tell you, first of all, I love you as a movie star. Oh, great. I Thanks. also love you as a writer. I love how you deal with racial relations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's like, it's clearly a subject that needs to be talked about and you do it with such humor. Well, thank you so much, Karen. I want to let you know that I'm a big fan of the, um, um, what 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 series? Oh, thank you. I like I I like what 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 uh, the third one, and I also think what was really a nice touch is that in 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 what 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 three? Mm-hmm. I love how after the fir- first what you put the 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 question mark, yeah, and after the second what you put a question mark, uh-huh. but then after the third what you put three question marks, we always, which you didn't do with the first two movies, which I thought was amazing, just for the one sheet alone. Thank you. Brilliant. You know, thank you so much for saying that because punctuation has always been an odd element in a movie title. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a risk, you know, it's like, what's eating guilt? But like, like, what's, do, what's, what's eating Gilbert right. Gilbert Grape? Like, do yeah. people want to see mm-hmm. a question mark movie? Turns out they do. Yeah, or at least, at the very least, three of them. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, thank you. But at any rate, yes, you I just wanted to make sure awful. I said that because I thought if I ever meet, ever meet Karen Sarducci, I've got to mention the What 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 series. Thank you. Well, I just, I, I'm a huge fan of yours. Thank I you. I see you as the next Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, wow. Uh, Tom Cruise. You are just America's leading man. Oh, Karen, I, I'm, I'm taken aback in the most positive okay, possible way. Okay, now we're going to move on. Um, so what I want to say is, now, my kids came up with uh, three movie titles. I'm sorry, what now? My kids. Mm-hmm. So as you know, um, so we, ha- we... I have seen Ventimiglia in the news, but I don't know. what. How old is Milo? Milo's 14. 14, gotcha. Yes. And Ventimiglia's 16, correct. Yes, right, yes, all right. Yeah. And I saw the whole thing in the in the spread, and the, there was the thing in the THR about uh, yes, his uh, sweet not, 16 yeah, birthday. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm no, gushing no. now. I apologize, Karen. Slightly disappointed that you uh, believe in tabloids, but we'll move on. Okay, so now we own the titles to these movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we want to capitalize on their sequels. Sure. So I would love it if I just heard your initial thoughts. Copy that. Number one. The Joy Luck Club 2, mm-hmm. Not Quite As Lucky. Gotcha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, not Quite As Lucky. Now, you're the star. Sure, sure, yep. Um, I can play Asian. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Um, I'm just thinking my first thought is um, maybe now it's an organization more than it is a club. Uh-huh. We can go there, and then there's more people in it. Do you it. mean like a mobster organization? Or? No, 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 not like the mob per se, just a, just a, a larger club where more people are, can't feel as lucky because there's really there's luck in small numbers. 
So and it's like the no, pessimist. Club. It's the pessimist club, right? Yeah, I think. I think. And what happens is the Joy Luck Club turns into the pessimism club, and then by the time we get around to the third act, we're trying to pull it right back to where it was to begin with. Is there hope at the end? Absolutely, there's hope. In fact, we're going to change it to the Joy Hope Club, and uh, at the, that's what they're going to change. It. There's going to be a banner at mm-hmm. the end, and that's what they're going to change the name of the thing. And like then we'll a birthday some, party banner. Yeah, and then we'll do some traditional Chinese dancing. Yeah. Do you know how to? Me? Traditional oh, yeah, yeah. I am an expert in Chantouac, yeah. Okay. Uh, Chantouac, right. yeah, style. All yeah. right. Well, we're, we're, I, I, like, I, like where you're, I like where this has started. I just feel like, like a lot of set pieces. Maybe mm-hmm. it has, it's Chinese, but it has a Bollywood feel. Oh, I'm just thinking dancing. we might do a couple of set pieces here, there, and well, perhaps you everywhere. A, you're a wonderful dancer. And Milo d- says you can sing. I can sing as well. Sometimes a person sings a song in his heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the next one is Rosemary's Talking Baby. Mm-hmm, the Talking Baby. Yes, now I've already signed a deal with Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen to be the Talking Baby. But here's the thing this movie takes mm-hmm. place in 2043, mm-hmm. a time where man can actually have a baby. So you are the lead. I'm playing the Mia Farrell role. Yes. I see. You have had a uterus inserted into your body. Yep. Because you're a generous man. You don't want to, your wife or your partner, whomever, a gay mm-hmm. man, whatever, mm-hmm. however you mm-hmm. decide to go with this. I'm with it. You don't, you don't, you want to experience the idea of childbirth. Right. So you are, yes, you are giving birth to um, Rosemary's talking baby. Mm-hmm. So now in this case, I'm Rosemary and I get it, but I, well, maybe we'll just call me um, Rosemariano and I'll be a Hispanic guy who wants the uterus inside of him, uh-huh. right? Do you like it so far? Like he's maybe he's this, he, we can play an well, ethnic, I always, you know, I just think that demographically speaking, to I have think, a guy like this, like this in this particular kind of way. I like this market for right? sure. Okay. And then what happens is he... He, he, same thing happens like from the original, right? Mm-hmm. So at one point in time, he remember he starts to find out, he goes to see the priest, and he finds out that there are two babies inside of him, those two babies. And what happens is he realizes one baby is the devil baby, and the other baby is a regular baby. <laughs> and then the majority of the film, <laughs> what happened? He goes to the doctor. <laughs> he go to the doctor uh-huh. and the majority of the film <laughs> they bless <laughs> to the um, the ultrasound machine <laughs> and there is a there is a battle between good and evil <laughs> inside of his home inside of his home and and then we can decide later. We can decide later as we as we go forward if if we want the good baby to win. If the bad baby wins, there could be a Rosemary's three. That's my initial thoughts. I like it that you're kind-hearted. Potentially that you want both of them to. I love it that, that then then outside you cut outside of the ultrasound machine every now and again, and there is Luis, and he's ambivalent to say the least because he <laughs> he wants both of the babies to leave. <laughs> The evil baby is still my baby. <laughs> you know, that, that, something like that. So we can really tug at the heartstrings. I, I really... I, I, Thanks, I knew, Karen. I knew that you were brilliant. Uh, okay, the third uh, and final mm-hmm. uh, movie that we, we also on the rights to... <clears throat> 
is uh, Titanic. So our third Ooh. movie is already called, we already have the title, mm-hmm. Titanic 2, Let's Get High. So this is what happens. Because of the tragedy of the early 1900s and the Titanic sinking, mm-hmm. both, well, if I may, I don't want to leave anybody out, both the Titanic and the Lusitania, um, so what, what has happened is Boeing Industries has made Titanic the plane. Now, what's this subtitle again? I just want to make sure. Let's get high. Let's get high. Correct. So they've made a plane. Milo loves to smoke weed. He does. Okay, great. Yeah. So the plane is the size of the original Titanic boat. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what happens is they're going to go. We're going to go. It's um, an indestructible plane. It's indestructible plane. It cannot be destroyed in mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form. In fact, they do test runs on on prototypes of the Titanic plane. This thing is just bouncing off of mountains. No big deal. And still makes it to its destination. Mm-hmm. It's like an a- AC3 Airbus times four. They don't even know how they got this thing in the air. We're talking Howard Hughes, Grey Goose times six. Mm-hmm. Shaswax. Okay. That's just a little piece of um, okay. slang that I've made up. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're in the air. And then what happens is they're not aware of the fact there's a phenomenon, a barometric phenomenon that takes place that only happens once every 2,000 years, and it creates an iceberg that floats <laughs> in the air. Because little do we know, clouds do weigh tons, tons and tons and tons. But there's a lot. what happens is there's a cold front that meets a colder front over Antarctica, and this particular trip, that the plane is going to go over the top of the globe. They think, we're good to go here. No big deal. And then, boop, boop. And the guys, you know, and then then you have Jack, right? Jack, but now Jack is now he's well, not just a you. peddler. It's me, right? Huge. Weed now you're dealer. in like the lower. I'm in steerage. Yeah, okay? you might even be in like the ba- where the, the baggage. I could actually yes. There's like six guys that stowed away in baggage, but baggage, baggage. <laughs> this is how huge. This is how Titanic the Titanic is. Baggage is the size of three seven sixty sevens. Just baggage. They've got giraffes down there. They're, I mean, just like crazy live produce. I'm selling weed to the other six guys. Some people are coming down from um, middle class, not first class. They're coming down to buy weed. Nobody's maybe do monitoring an the Irish plane. jig, though. I can absolutely do that if you'd like that. I can play Irish, black Irish. <laughs> and, and then what I'll do is I'll sell, sell the marijuana, right? And I make my way up and I meet a young lady. She comes down to get high. Perhaps it's played, Karen, by someone, I don't know. Um, I really enjoy the actress. Anna Ferris. Perhaps she plays the role, right? Okay, but she's not big enough. But Copy we that. do mm-hmm. have uh, we have an amazing deal with Reese Witherspoon, and I just want to ask you, just between you and I, sure, is blackface still offensive? Because um, well, here's the thing: Easy. I'm wondering. I don't know. I mean, I know she wants to explore her horizons. You know, she wants Reese to- does. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just wondering, just on a personal note, side note, is it, I don't know, is it still a thing? Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's still pretty goddamn horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's disappointing news. It's, and and I, I'll be honest, I'm a whore. It's disappointing for me as well. I wish we could do it. I would just slap some, slap some mahogany all over Reese's face, get the, get, get the cork and light that stuff up and swoop I just okay. I get it all over there. Good to know. Let, Good to know. Now, we could make some changes scripturally if you wanted to. Scripturally, biblically, textually. So Take she comes down from first she class. She comes down from first class. We'll figure I, out know, her skin color later. We can do it later. Let's for for the sake of uh, for the sake of argument, let's say it's perfectly okay for her to be completely racist, uh, like brutally racist. And so she comes down to steer and she's like, Yo man, what's up? Um, um you know, Penelope. And she's you know, she's got like a like a like a dolomite strut and then she bumps into the Irishman and he's like, How you doing there? What do you like? And she's like, Let me get 
a little bit of that reefer, baby. And then, um, and then she calls him Baba. Baba. Ba- and then, um, and then what happens is they go to the front of the plane. And you paint her breasts. Yes, I. Yes. Well. Whoa! What's happening? I paint her breasts. Yeah. Well, no, I love it, Karen. To. Yes, and yes, and I use pastels mostly, but I, she, so she does black tit You're in and the black pilot. face. <laughs> well, I love it. I love it so far. I mean, I think it's brilliant. I mean, thus far, if I may, mm-hmm. if I may, Miss Sarducci. Which project seems to be resonating with you the most? Well, I, you know, honestly, I love all three. And according to my children, you are, um, you truly are like the next Robert De Niro, hey! uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, all Marlon the good Brando. Italian ones. All the good Italian actors. Uh, um, I look, I'm more than willing to ca- change my name to Keegan Michael Keegan Keegan Michael Keegan. <laughs> Listen, I cannot tell you how thrilled I am to meet you. And um, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, um, would you mind? I can't believe I brought this and I can't believe I'm taking liberties now, but just unfold this. This is my what, what, what part two. Would you sign this for me, Karen? I'm so sorry that I'm taking liberties. Donovan, would you sign this for yes, me? Yes, of course, of course. I'll put this right there. Here we go. And here you go. All right, so we're in development, right? Yes. I I I think all three projects. Sounds I, great. Um I personally though, I really do love your take on Titanic 2. Let's get high. Oh, let's do it. Let's get high. Because maybe your character also, even though you're in the baggage section, mm-hmm. maybe your dad was a pilot who died early in your life. I love this, Karen. I love this. <laughs> and on a plane. While so while you're painting the breasts of Reese, you're also piloting the plane through some kind of horrible what would you what would you not an asteroid storm, but what was it? it was no, that there's a, a sky cloud. I mean sky. A, 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 a sky glacier. Yes. <laughs> yes sky, like skyberg. That. A skyberg. That's skyberg. the word I'm looking for. A skyberg. And then before we crash into the Skyberg, we crash into the Skyberg, we go off the side of it, right? Mm -hmm. But because we're so high, like we're not at 35,000 feet, guys. We're working like 56 here. So as the plane is hurtling to the ground, there's an observation deck at the front of the plane, the whole front of the plane. The nose is made of like some kind of polymer, the entire plane. So you can look out at any angle. And then I'm like, I'm the king of the sky. I'm the king of the sky. You know, right? And then I'm painting the breasts as we hurtle to earth. What if we're so in the future that you can actually, there is actually a balcony where you can put on a little outfit, Mm -hmm. a space suit. I see where you're going. Take a little elevator right up to the top of the plane. Yep. yep. And uh, and do a, an observation of, you know, the earth from afar. I can't even, I can't, yes. And if it's that far in the future, blackface doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Done. It's up to you, Karen. It's up to you. I'm saying it two words. Great. Sometimes it's one word, compound, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Green light. It's been so wonderful to meet you. You, Karen, a, a pleasure. I mean, I know that you are the future mm-hmm. of Thank Hollywood. you so much. What a lovely thing Donovan, to Donovan, will you score yeah, him thank out? you, Keegan. Validation? Yes, please, Donovan. Let me just... Right. Okay, not in front of me. Yep. <laughs> we have two more of these to do, but we only have <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I know you guys really do have to leave. Do I, do, should we? We no, don't no, even whoa, have to get whoa, to callers. Let's go to the uh, not so rapid real quick, and then we'll go to the callers. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? Not I so rapid ready. fire. Not so rapid fire. Copy, 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 copy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You get to keep the top portion of your body. The lower half will be replaced by an animal. You get to choose the animal, and underwater animals are okay as well. Because you can breathe underwater if you choose to. As you were saying the sentence, before you even mentioned underwater animals as a caveat, I was already going squid. <laughs> I was already leaning towards squid before you said a word, Anna. That sounds not quite as powerful as I would have expected, but I like... From me? Well... Okay. Having been... No, I don't... Mean to... yeah. I can't, been, I can't change my answer now. No, you, you, you know, having, sure, sure. having been, I, I have no idea what you're about to say. After having been a squid? <laughs> no, but by the way, oh, please. No, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about like these little little guys. I'm talking about straight up giant squid. Right. Like they found off the case, coast of Madagascar, mm-hmm. like a big sucker. You were like, you've got like what? I don't even know how, how many legs. Well, that's eight. Isn't it does an octopus have the same amount as? Yeah, squid, squid and octopus. Well, maybe octopus has, uh, squid has uh, more. And I I'm, think I think they're both eight, right? It would just be cool to be like waist up and just in the water, going, "Check me out, folks!" <laughs> and just be propelling through and just always be above the water. You could be pickpocketing like people, like the people, dudes like who, tourists off the, the coast of the Seychelles, who keep their wallet in their pockets in case while they, they're, while they're, they're in the water. Worried. Come well, on, Keegan, get it together. No, no, no. Not but, so rapid. No, no, wait. This this is good because they're worried about like maybe they're getting pickpocketed on the beach, so they put their wallet in there like a. Mm-hmm. So oh, I like it, Ferris. It. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're gonna do with your money <laughs> as a half squid man. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. We're not even drunk. <laughs> okay, and back to the future. You are you're familiar with that Leah movie? Thompson is the answer. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> you're familiar, of course, I'm, right? Uh-huh, okay. Back to the future. Yep, yep, yep. How do you think 18 year old Marty McFly met 16 year old Doc 60, Brown? 60. 60. Sorry, 60 year old Doc Brown. What was really going on with the relationship? Oh, interesting, interesting. So, Doc, Doc. It pains me to say it. <laughs> It's one thing to be an esoteric genius. And in once in a lifetime, only one, only one guy with bemused white hair gets to be famous and beloved by all of society. Now, when Doc Brown was alive, that guy was Albert Einstein. He didn't get his shot. I think that Doc lived down the street from the McFlies. Marty went by one day, 
did a kindness for an old man, and that's not a euphemism. Now you stop it. Like mowed his lawn, or <laughs> yeah, mow, like like or or you know, I think what happened. Uh, this is a theme of today that the the, the, view, the, the listeners don't know about. Um, it's about having a bad back, throwing it back out. I think Doc got to his front door, was going to get his paper, Ernst, <laughs> and then Marty happened to be driving by with his his Nike kicks and his bike, and he was like, and his skateboard, and he was like, hey, let me help you with that, buddy, and that kindled a friendship. I think that's what happened. Uh, I don't think there's anything nefarious going on there. Nothing. Oh, nefarious. I agree with you. I'm not sure they lived in the same neighborhood, but I, I like your. Well, theory. they did live in the same neighborhood. They did. They did live in the same neighborhood. Like at least skateboard oh, distance. Man. Well, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely skateboard distance. Yeah. Don't even get that wrong. <laughs> but maybe, like you know, that. Well, honey, yeah, like the Doc. next area over. Yeah, I mean, Doc, yeah, Doc Brown. I think, and he I also, lived can, in, I, like, can I tell you something else about Doc Brown? Yeah. My man, straight up, Woodward. Right? Yeah. I mean, is, I, it, is that I'm, I'm, is that textual? Is that in the canon? Is it, do we know I, that he's a widower? I don't know that for sure. A but widower. It's a, a widower. We can not a widower. No, not, not a widower. He wasn't finding water with no. a divining rod. He's not a widower. No, no, no. Right. I love a that widower. you're painting this sad story, but I got to tell you, I don't think Doc ever married. He had a crush, and she married on some, with somebody else. And oh, then that's a better story. That's a better story. Tinkering around yeah. with science, and he's found he was lonely, yeah, and he's yeah, like yeah. just got like crazy with like. That's good. He's probably still a virgin. Um, okay, so you are serving seven years and four months at a max at a maximum security prison in, Copy. Wichita, in, in Wichita. In Wichita, no less. Leavenworth. What, what are you in for? What am I in for? What is your prison job? Mm, okay, here's my prison job. I um, I am a maintenance person, and I am. Uh, but but uh, but mostly what I do is I, I restock the books in the library. That's what I mostly do. I am in for grand larceny. Now, I don't know what that is. I just wanted to say it because I love the word larceny. I like how it comes off the tongue. Um, uh, okay, let me think of a better uh, crime. No, great. Is that good? Grand larceny. Grand larceny is great. Grand larceny is good. Sure. Okay, copy that. It is great. Uh, I like it, though, that both between maintenance man and restocking, like, like I think that you've, like... You're up to something sneaky. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't don't think I'm not hiding files. Yeah, at the bottom no, of the garbage and bags. maintenance man. I think you're getting. I think you're getting out in like mm-hmm. less than seven years. Oh yeah, yeah. For uh, for smart behavior. No, no, no. I feel like as a maintenance man. I don't know. I'm just projecting on you. But are you like escape like escaping? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're okay. gonna be man. Okay, man on the run. All right, just between man us and the pot. <laughs> okay, now. Last question. If you had to pick one dead famous person to bring back, but the catch is you would have to take them in as your roommate and have sex with them five times, who would it be? Five times five times total. Yeah. But you could bring someone back. And they get to keep creating? Yes. Like indefinitely. Yes. Oh but, that but they're your roommate. Like you're you're stuck with them no matter what. They get to create. Yes. Yes. Unlimitedly. Yes. yes. But they are my roommate. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got to do it five times. Could be either gender, whatever you feel like. Okay. It's Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Jonas Salk. I'm kidding. No, if, it's, if, if, if I'm being completely honest, it's, if anybody knows me, they, anybody who listens to this who knows me has already answered the question for me. It, it is Jimi Hendrix. It's Jimmy Hendrix. So you want to have sex with him five times? I would do it five times just to make sure okay. I knew. You have to understand, I did my master's thesis on Jimmy Hendrix. Okay. It, it kills me. It pains my life to not, like, 
you know, look, tears from heaven. Like, that's all good. Like, I love Clapton. Clapton was God. That's all good. We'll never know what Jimi Hendrix was going to mm-hmm. do. It's worth having sex with him five times to figure to out see what where, else, where, where he goes, yeah. where he was going to go. And also, yeah. you know, we we threw that in there because we didn't want like to. We, originally, the question was like the catch is that it's that this person is your roommate, but there's lots of dead people that you would love to be sure. your roommate. You can be roommates, with so him. we sure. wanted to He's add a, a little spice guy. to it. But I got a I got a funny feeling like Jimmy. I mean, listen, there's all kinds of sex. I mean, it could be all what does sex different? mean? Yeah. What does let's be figurative yeah. about it, right? He yeah. was. Let's be figurative. What yeah. does sex mean? If it wasn't him, now that you're not going to believe this one, <laughs> you know who else? Who would be who? Sandy Dennis. Wait, Sandy Dennis. Do you know who Sandy Dennis is? Good for you. I I do. I loved Sandy Dennis. Sandy Dennis was in. Wait, was she a, Val, Valerie Valerie's Valerie's family? The Hogan no, no. family? No, that's Sandy Duncan. That's Sandy Duncan. That's right. Sandy Dennis <laughs> okay. was in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf and a bunch of movies in the 60s and 70s. And I had, I, it's not even a crush. It transcended a crush. I just thought she was the greatest thing. And then my third choice is a woman by the name of Anna Magnani, who was an Italian movie star. And because um, she was the bee's knees. I'm a weirdo, guys. You got to let me go on this. I know. This, this is fascinating. You know, yes. you know uh, every, all of our listeners are looking up both of these people right now. <laughs> Anna Magnani, Open City. She was in a, a wonderful movie called Open City, an Italian, uh, an ex- Italian expressionistic film. And the other movie that she was amazing in um, was called The Fugitive Kind, which was a film version of the Tennessee Williams play Eccentricities of a Nightingale. And the, the movie version, The Fugitive Kind, stars Marlon Brando. And it's Marlon Brando and Anna Magnani. She was also in The Rose Tattoo, with Burt Lancaster and she was delicious. And I mean like not like 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 when I say delicious I just mean Yeah, what like yeah, what do you like, mean? Like it's not that she was necessarily vol- voluptuous or or gorgeous. It, it was the the way That X thing, that thing. That, yes, Anna, that and X thing. Do you know whatever what Chris that calls is. it? Chris my husband calls it rhythm of spirit. And of course he does. <laughs> and After the conversations Chris and I have had, I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> but it's but it is that undefinable thing that sort of makes someone's. Well, that's very what? Really, that's very sweet. Oh, well, you totally do. You could be sitting. You but you could be. Uh, yeah, you you have you have something that emits from you that the audience feels that transcends like the screen that touches people. It's it's rare, and um, that's why I want to put you in Titanic too. Good eye, but uh, no. Uh, but uh, I don't mean to make a joke out of it. But I really no, no. I, really I hear mean what it. you're saying. I'm going to double back around real quick, and then and then we'll and then we'll we'll be done. If I can't, if I I'm, I'm going to try to put a bow on it. That rhythm of spirit thing you're talking, and I, I don't necessarily know that I that I have it, but that rhythm of spirit thing. I, the guy who owns the Second City the- Improv Theater in Chicago, which is kind of where I got my chops uh, in sketch comedy. Um, he, he used to say, you know, he, we'd go upstairs and we were at the training center and we had like 1200, 1300 students at the training center, all learning about the skills of improvisation and the techniques of improvisation. And he said to me the same thing, you know, you can teach anybody to improvise. The, 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 the rules are so basic. In fact, they're so easy. They're hard. That's why it's a lifelong thing. And his big thing was you, you can teach the skills and you can teach the techniques 
But at the end of the day, there is a thing that people have, and that it, that rhythm of spirit, is what makes a person launch forward. And I, I had myriad students. I want, you know, I want to, I want to be on SNL. Well, lots of people want to be on SNL, but there's a, a quality that a human possesses, and every human's here to achieve a thing. And if it doesn't happen, we come back in another life, and you achieve that. You try. You, you keep getting closer and closer to achieving that thing. As long as you can strip away the layers and be the most authentic version of who you are. And some people get closer to that in one way. And it's just the, the providence makes us that way. There's, not, there's nothing else to be done. I mean, you know, it's tough. That's why the movie, Don't Think Twice, is so heartbreaking. It's so funny and lovely and heartbreaking at the same time. Because you find yourself in a position where you go, well, if that was the person who was supposed to get it, then what are we to do? If the, like your husband says, if the cosmos lines up that way and it's playing that rhythm... There's nothing to be done, no matter how earnest you are. And one more example, when I was in graduate school, there was a kid who was an undergrad, and I remember watching him perform, and I found him infectious because his love of theater was palpable. Yes. But he, he had no talent. The passion and the love was there, and even the technique, but he did not possess rhythm of spirit, to quote Chris. And it's such an interesting thing. And that's why, it's one of the reasons why our uh, profession is so so brutal and yet so uplifting at exactly the same time. I, you, you just put that so beautifully. I think that linked into rhythm of spirit, and I, know, I think a little bit what you're talking about, in my, my view is a little more simplistic, but the idea of curiosity, mm. of people and people's experiences and and how that informs you as a performer exactly and if you have exactly like yeah if you have if you have like i want to know what this person's experience like life experience was like if you have that somewhere in you then i think that is innately intriguing i think curious a curious person is intriguing mostly because yeah i just want i just want a curious person to talk to me and so i can talk to them about all my stuff but but <laughs> but, but but you but you know what i mean like the, i know exactly like, what you mean yeah it's it's it, it'll be the age-old question is talent talent or is talent experience it's, it's, I mean, right. I don't know if, we'll, and it's good. It's a fun thing to explore. I don't know if we'll ever answer it. It's that, thing. like, I look at, at my partner, I look at Jordan. I can't figure out why he's so brilliant. Is it just from the gods or is it because of his life experience? It, it, or is it an amalgam? Is it, is it a little bit of both? Mm -hmm. it, it's, and it's a, it's a fun question and, and people can write. I think people will write. He was fascinating. I know we have to move on, but he was fascinating because he, um, so much of his acting is real is really behind his eyes, or maybe not behind his eyes, but truly with his eyes, and um, and that amount of like ex the expression that he can give with a simple eye movement is extraordinary. Yeah, he's and a very he's a very deft technician in regard to that kind of stuff. He really is, and and uh, but he's also a wonderful macro person. He's floats back and tries to look at everything. He's just really quite ex an exquisite human. And you have like the charisma and the joy and the like that quality of like, oh my God, I want to get to know that person. I want to, I want to, 
and and not only that, but you're, you're brilliant in all kinds of different ways. But there's also an infectious. You have that infectious quality about you that um, will always make you a movie star. And oh, honey, that's such so, a sweet thing to say. Well, now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I didn't know we were up for the same parts. Because <laughs> no, no, I just kill people I love. Chris? He's not here. Chris, did you have a swivel? He's not here, He's not here. He's not here. Okay, so we, do you have time? Should we do a, should we do a caller? We, okay, we, we have, it depends we on have, who he goes. We have uh, two calls, I promise. Do we, you we can guys, do them quickly. Listen, but okay, do you quick, want, quick. Okay, yep. All right. Quick, quick. Do, do you mind? Okay, we, we can only okay? do... You know what, and Sim... Oh yes, it's yeah. so weirdly complicated. It's my husband's weird paranoia. Um, so let's get to these calls okay. quickly. Okay. 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 But we, but if we can only do one, then you and I can do the other one. Okay. No problem. Copy that. Yeah. Let's let's. Uh, work do you so- know how we do this? We call strangers and they ask us some questions. About I love it. Advice. We're I love it so advice much. about you know relationships. You've love been so generous. I love it. I love it. I love it. Right. Right. So we are calling Shelby. How's your back? It's not. I'm, I'm feeling okay. We'll see when we start moving. Where's Shelby? Shelby, she's in Texas, and oh, she's Shelby. 26 years old. Hello. Hey, Shelby. It's Sim. How are you? Oh, hi, Sim. Good. How are you? I'm good. Anna's here, and so is Keegan Michael Key. Hi, oh Shelby. Hi, Shelby. How are hi, you? Hi, guys. So, Shelby, I'm... we're so happy we get to talk to you. You have a very interesting situation going around, uh, going on right now. I spoke to you earlier today. But, uh, Shelby, your ex-boyfriend from high school recently did something that's confusing you. Give us a little bit of background, and then hopefully Keegan and Anna will be able to help you. Yeah. Okay. Um, So my high school sweetheart um, has always kind of been the one that got away, um, even though I broke it off with him. Um, I was going to uh, college in Mississippi. He was going to college in Texas. Um, and I kind of just knew that being apart for four years, um, we just weren't going to make it. And so I thought the responsible thing to do would be to mm-hmm. um, break it off and maybe hope that um, if we got a little older, um, that we could actually have a lasting relationship just mm-hmm. sometime down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we broke up, um, I actually gave him back a necklace that he had given me when we first started dating. Um, and when I gave it back to him, I told him, you know, someday we're going to cross paths again and be together. And when that happens, I want you to give this back to me. Um, so just hold on to it and, um, you know, maybe we can work things out someday. Um, so after about seven years of basically no communication, um, we recently kind of randomly reconnected. Um, we were in the same city for a little while. We grabbed coffee a couple times, um, but but nothing romantic ever happened between us. Um, and over, I guess, like the past year or so, um, he would randomly text me, just kind of like, hey, how's it going? How's work? Like, But again, like nothing romantic, just kind of catching up kind of stuff. Um and at this point, I'm actually living in Texas. He's living in Mississippi. So we actually like traded places after college, which is kind of crazy. Um, but out of the blue, about two weeks ago, he mentioned that he was moving back to Texas soon. 
and he asked for my mailing address. Um, Mm -hmm. So earlier this week, um, I got a package in the mail with the necklace that I gave back to him almost nine years ago. Um, And honestly, I'm at like a total loss. I have no idea if this is some kind of like crazy romantic gesture and he like remembers my heartfelt speech that I gave on my parents' front lawn all those years ago. Um, or if he is literally just cleaning out his drawers and is like trying to get rid of he's stuff. Definitely he's not, not cleaning that. out the drawers. No. I can tell you this much right now. He's <laughs> definitely not cleaning out the drawers. Hi, Shelby. It's Keegan. Um, Hi. <laughs> Shelby, he's not cleaning out the drawers. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's a romantic gesture. Right, Anna? Yes. It's definitely a romantic gesture. I also think that you know how romance sharpens itself like memory does into either positive or negative. Correct. So he has romanticized your history. And it, I'm not saying that it's not, this isn't, a, this could be an amazing thing to pursue, but I'm also, I also think that he, like we all do, we all romanticize our first relationships, wonder if they were good things to let go. Um, but it, I think now would I, I think it's a time for assessment of like do you do you really have things in common with him or is it just the memory? I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, no, it's, you it's, weren't. I know. I, <laughs> I swear to God. No, Shelby, I, I would. Yeah, it, 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 you have to. You, I, I, I agree. The assessment is what's important. It's, it's going. You have to start to take stock in what it was that was special then, and have you grown out of those things? Or remember, if you can look back and kind of put the, put it on a novelty meter, because remember you were young, so every moment of your life was fresh. Every yes. breath you right. took was a surprise, and now you're in a place in your life where you're you, you it, when things have repeated, and you go, oh, this. You start to figure out as you get older, this is how humans behave. Oh, this is how humans behave, and 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 there has to be something that was here's the thing a very very dear wise friend of mine said when you spend time with people and you start to work on a relationship you have to be able to look at yourself and say is there anything that this person does for me and I don't mean to be callous but is there anything this person does for me that I couldn't pay for to receive Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. You, you know what I mean? That is wise. You, yeah. you, you talk to your friends and you talk to your, you know, your, your siblings or whatever, right? And you kind of go about your life and you go, oh, they're like a psychologist to me. But you could pay for a psychologist. They're like this to me. Oh, but you could pay for a masseuse. They're like this to me, but you could pay for that. What does, what does he offer you that you couldn't pay for? 
from another person. I know it sounds very callous, but it's true, right? Because they have to have something ineffable and special and magical that you share with them that's different than anything you could pay for with another person. Right, and and because of the past, like, I mean, I wish my third grade crush would come to me with, I mean, I love my husband, it would, but it would still feel really good if my third grade crush came to me with a romantic gesture like, how did I let you buy me ice cream for all those? <laughs> and, well, I had to pay for his affection. Of, of course. course. Yes, of course, darling. Of he course. was a very fast runner. Um, but uh, that's, your, that's your currency in third grade. Yeah. But, but no, but so I think the, the big red flag for me is – the idea of the past and and sort of and and not maybe knowing each other quite so well right now and and the romantic notions that you guys both have of the past of what you had or what you could have had and um and because it gets so it gets so hard to remember the minutia the flaws of somebody and uh it gets so hard to remember whether it's like the few good things in a bad relationship or the few bad things in a good relationship, it gets incredibly difficult to remember those things. And so I think, yes, he's definitely, no, this was definitely a romantic gesture. He wants you back. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But it, but it was, but it, there's also a hint of manipulation to it. Um, Shelby, how do you feel? Are you into him? I mean, it's one of those things, like I said, we haven't spent a ton of time together over the past couple of years, but um, I mean, I have been in relationships since him and it's one of those things. It's like, no one has ever lived, lived up to him. Um, and so that makes me think that maybe I'm over romanticizing this, you know, relationship I had all these years ago. Um, so, I mean, if he, when he moves back to Texas, I mean, maybe, maybe there could be something between us. Hey, Shelby, will you hold on for two seconds? Because, um, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Keegan has a has back pain because he's a very 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 old man. <laughs> <laughs> and he poor guy, he was so sweet to come over here, but I know that he's like kind of in a little bit of pain, so I want to make sure that he's okay. I'm okay. Are you I'm sure? Okay. okay. We're, yeah, we're finishing up. I'm okay. okay. I'm okay. Okay. But Shelby, you're saying that there is something quite special. There was something quite special. Well, wasn't there that, always uh, in there high always school? Always, and I think I think I think my yeah. dear, that's that's Anna's point. Is that if you were to take you, you cannot take the necklace back with a grain of salt. There, you you would yeah. ha- you would have to continue to learn who he is and how he's evolved right. as a person from that point, mm-hmm. because you can't move forward unless you know who he is now and who he's evolved into. I, mean, I just I just literally said the same thing twice. No, in a but row. but while <laughs> while the story would be amazing to tell your kids, like sure. blah 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 blah, you, that's. That's not rewarding enough for an entire relationship. That's not rewarding enough. Well played. You know what I mean? Like well played. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but no. But but I mean it though. It isn't. It it is a fun. It would be an amazing, amazingly romantic story to tell in a romantic comedy. But it it might it won't. The story itself of him sending you a necklace later is won't be enough to, to sustain. Um, a relationship. So, what I think you'd need to go out on a few dates, and then, and and kind and and don't necessarily be. Um, I I wouldn't be 
too swept up by the necklace gesture. Um, I I think I would be like, that was incredibly kind. I, I like it that you're still thinking of me. But truthfully, it's not like he bought you like a fucking 20 carat you know, gem and was like, how did I ever possibly ever, ever make you <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like it's still, it's like, it still is, there is a hint of manipulation about it with, it's still very kind, but I'm just saying proceed with caution and, and, and Shelby and, and make sure, um, this is look like, this is always a tough one for me, but just make sure that you're not making a decision out of fear. Because the gesture is so fantastic and lovely. Oh my God, no man ever in the history of my life will do this again. Because you only have the history you have at this moment. Yeah. So just make sure as lovely and as swept away as you could be in this moment, don't don't make a decision out of fear. Yeah, that's right. Just yeah. because you haven't found your perfect love doesn't mean that that your old love is the perfect one. Well played. Perfect. I lo- Keegan, yeah. you're an amazing hey, Shelby, so, Shelby, thank you so yeah. much for hanging out wait, with wait, us wait. tonight. Sweet, she was going to ask one more question. Yeah, thank y'all so much. But wait, so here's 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 the practical advice though. As my, like we talked a lot about like sort of larger philosoph- philosophical ideas. I think I think be in touch with him but proceed with caution. And um and and I just say, you know, as I always do, protect your heart. And if you're getting an inkling that he's um, well, being manipulated. Yeah, or, exactly. If you're mm-hmm. getting an inkling that he's making decisions out of fear. Yeah. That doesn't right. help yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. you know what? You've got all this. Every Everyone has all the time in the world. I know we put so much pressure on ourselves as women, but you, you really do. And And life is too short to waste time with somebody who's not who's just not quite right and so i would say like i i, w- I wouldn't over compliment him or be over gratiating towards that gesture of sending the necklace back i would be great like thankful and whatever and this was that was romantic but i wouldn't be like um i wouldn't get too swoony over it because then then you're giving him the pow- the power hand Right? Do you think I'm right? No, I yep. think yep. absolutely. I Shelby, send me an email. Let me know how it yeah. goes, and then and then we'll report back. Yeah, I definitely will. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Thank Shelby. You, Shelby. Yeah, have a good thanks, night. Shelby. Have a good night. Yeah, you'll have a good night. You Bye. too. Oh, first loves. Do, we, do you have time for one more? No, quick call? he has no. to go. You don't have God, to go. Okay, he has to go. Um, okay. So oh wait, let's, can let's, we just do a quick? We'll just do a twenty-second wrap-up. Yeah. Hey, um, Keegan. Thank you so much. Anna. Sim, what a profound pleasure. <laughs> we got everybody here. This was, this is, this this was is, so much fun. We really do appreciate it. And we love the movie. Yes, and yeah. So glad. yeah. And please, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I hope that your viewers go see Don't Think Twice because it's just... It's, it's really, it's great. I it think really Mike Birbiglia is, is, is such an amazing he is storyteller. If anyone yes. hasn't seen Sleepwalk With Me, his... His oh, last they movie, gotta go they see should, the first. Yeah. They should get on iTunes tonight. Because yeah, tonight, it's tonight, go see it. Yeah, get on iTunes, get on Netflix. Just right. see Sleepwalk with me. It's exquisite. And then go see, um, go see. Don't agree. don't think twice because it's just he. Make, he's a lovely, lovely filmmaker and an amazing and deft storyteller. And you're fucking incredible on oh, it. Holly, thank you so much. Now it's listen, do you, do you have a non-swearing policy? Kind of, maybe. Do you swear ever? No, I swear. Yeah. yeah. Would you? Um, 
Would you mind? Would what you do you mind need? Telling Sim to fuck off. Say fuck off. Or fuck hey. you. Fuck you, Sim. Hey, Sim. Fuck, fuck you, Sim. Fuck you, Sim. <laughs> that was great. That was Why don't you fuck off? What just, did you add to this? Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to be real brutal. Yes. That, was my, that was a gift to me. Thank you You're so welcome, much. sweetheart. Thank you. Because he can pleasure. be a real fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna just... Thanks, you guys. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>